Psalm 15 Yahweh, who can find a home in your tent? Who can dwell on your holy mountain? Whoever lives blamelessly, who acts uprightly, who speaks the truth from the heart, who keeps the tongue under control, who does not wrong a comrade, who casts no discredit on a neighbor, who looks with scorn on the vile, but honors those who fear Yahweh, who stands by an oath at any cost, who asks no interest on loans, who takes no bribe to harm the innocent. No one who so acts can ever be shaken. Modern Grace Living the Proverbs Day by Day for September 1st. Today's lesson from Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 7. Stay away from a foolish man. You will gain no knowledge from his speech. Today's devotional is entitled, and I like this, Ask and Receive. Our scripture comes from Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Are you a person who asks God for guidance and strength? If so, then you're continually inviting your Creator to reveal Himself in a variety of ways. Jesus made it clear to His disciples they should petition God to meet their needs. And so should we. Genuine, heartfelt prayer produces powerful changes in us and in our world. When we lift our hearts to God, we open ourselves to a never-ending source of divine wisdom and infinite love. Do you have questions about your future that you simply can't answer? Do you have needs that you simply can't meet by yourself? If so, ask him for direction, for protection, and for strength. And then keep asking him every day that you live, whatever your need, no matter how great or small, pray about it and never lose hope. My Utmost for His Highest, September 1st. This devotion is entitled, Destined to be Holy. And our scripture comes from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. It is written, Be holy, for I am holy. We must continually remind ourselves of the purpose of life. We are not destined to happiness nor to health, but to holiness. 
Today, we have far too many desires and interests, and our lives are being consumed and wasted by them. Many of them may be right, noble, and good, and may later be fulfilled. But in the meantime, God must cause their importance to us to decrease. The only thing that truly matters is whether a person will accept the God who will make him holy. At all costs, a person must have the, the right relationship with God. Do I believe I need to be holy? Do I believe God can come into me and make me holy? If through your preaching you convince me that I am unholy, I then resent your preaching. The preaching of the gospel awakens an intense resentment because it is designed to reveal my unholiness, but it also awakens an intense yearning and desire within me. God has only intended destiny for mankind. Holiness. His only goal, goal is to produce saints. God is not some eternal blessing machine for people to use, and he did not come to save us out of pity. He came to save us because he created us to be holy. Atonement through the cross of Christ means that God can put me back into perfect oneness with himself through the death of Jesus Christ without a trace of anything coming between us any longer. Never tolerate, because of sympathy for yourself or for others, any practice that is not keeping with the holy God. Holiness means absolute purity of your walk before God. The words coming from your mouth and every thought in your mind, placing every detail of your life under the scrutiny of God himself. Holiness is not simply what God gives me, but what God has given me that is being exhibited in my life. Dreams in the Desert for September 1st. Our scripture comes from Isaiah 54, verse 11. I will rebuild you with stones of turquoise. The stones in the wall said, We have come from mountains far away, from the sides of rugged cliffs. Fire and water have worked on us for ages but have only produced crevices. Yet human hands like yours have made us into homes where children of your immortal race are born, suffer, rejoice, find rest and shelter, and learn the lessons that our maker and yours is teaching. But to come to the point of being used for this purpose, we have endured much Dynamite has torn at our very heart, and pickaxes have broken and split us into pieces. Often as we lay disfigured and broken in the quarry, everything seemed to be without design or meaning. But gradually, we were cut into blocks 
and some of us were chiseled with sharper instruments until we had a fine edge. Now we are complete, are in our proper places, and are of service. You, however, are still in your quarry. You are not complete. And because of that, as once was the case with us, there is much you do not understand. But you are destined for a higher building. And someday you will be placed in it by angelic hands, becoming a living stone in a heavenly temple. In the still air, the music lies unheard. In the rough marble beauty, hides unseen. To make the music and the beauty needs the master's touch, the sculptor's chisel keen. Great master, touch us with your skillful hands. Let not the music that is in us die. Great sculptor, hew and polish us nor let hidden and lost your form within us lie. Holiness, day by day, for September 1st. This devotion is uh, entitled Conduct and Character. Our scripture comes from Hebrews chapter 5, Verse 14, the mature have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. The relationship between conduct and character is an intimate one. In the form of repeated actions over time, conduct produces character. That's the teaching of Second Peter verses uh, 14 in the second chapter and Romans chapter 6, verse 19. But it's also true that character determines actions. What we do, we become. What we are, we do. Conduct is always feeding character, but character is also always feeding conduct. Paul's experience while shipwrecked on the island of Malta furnishes a good example of this relationship. The islanders built the refugees a fire because of the rain and cold. Luke related in Acts chapter 28 that Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and as he put it on the fire, a snake came out of the brushwood and fastened itself to Paul's hand. Under the adverse circumstances of shipwreck, why would Paul have gone about gathering fuel for a fire built and tended by someone else? Why not just stand by the fire and warm himself? Because it was in his character to serve. He learned well the lesson Jesus taught when he washed his disciples' feet. Because it was Paul's character to serve, he gathered the brushwood instinctively. Because conduct determines character, and character determines conduct, it's vitally important, extremely necessary, that we practice godliness every day. That's why Peter said in Second Peter chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, make every effort to supplement your faith with godliness. 
There can be no let up in our pursuit of godly character. Every day that we're not practicing godliness, we're being conformed to the world of ungodliness around us. Granted, our practice of godliness is imperfect and falls short of the biblical standard. Nevertheless, let us press on to know Christ and to be like him. The Fruitful Life.